1: Hello, 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 it's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding, and welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where every week I help you increase your skills to write award-winning grants, increase nonprofit funding, and to start and grow successful and scalable freelance grant writing consultancies. This week, what we have in store for you is an amazing guest, Jill Turner from Tricord Visionaries, is on the podcast today, and she is also a member that went through the Freelance Grant Writer Academy and is also now in the Grant Professional Mentorship. And why I asked Jill to come on the show today is we have our Freelance Grant Writer Academy open right now, and I know a lot of you have had questions about it, what it can do for you, can it help you really open a successful business that you can have balance in your life and in your schedule and so much more. So I wanted to invite some people on the podcast. So this week we have Jill, next week we have Deborah Reed also and very different business strategies. And I also love that they're both highlighting different ways that they're running their business. Jill Turner is a nonprofit funding consultant, strategic planning facilitator and funding expert where she really thrives in grant writing, grant research and donor optimization. Her business is now helping clients internationally and nationally. She has done so much work in such a short period of time while getting her master's degree. All of this has happened in the last six months, and you're gonna hear her story today. And one reason I wanted to highlight Jill too is she is a generalist, right? So she does, as you heard, nonprofit funding consultant, strategic planning, funding expert. She does work with a variety of nonprofits and she offers a variety of services. Next week, we're gonna hear more about Debra and how she offers very specific services for a very specific niche. And the thing is, it's about opening your own business is you can really create your business with the passions that you have, with the strengths that you have, and the relationships and so much more. Every single consultant is going to have a different looking business. So we're gonna be talking with Jill today and with her as a generalist serving many different nonprofits, We're gonna see how she actually got her systems in place and the Freelance Grant Writer Academy has definitely helped her do that. She's gonna explain how she's been able to triple her income in the last six months, triple her clients and go internationally and create strategic systems so she can still balance her work life productivity while getting a master's degree absolutely amazing story that you're gonna hear today. And she did it all based on having the system and the processes and the templates that we have in the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. If you're looking to start a freelance grant writing consultancy and you really want systems in place, it doesn't take you years to establish a successful business You can be like Jill and within six months, you are already scaling your business. You will get the same systems that Jill has used to do this inside the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. And it's helped so many more people as well. The doors to the Freelance Grant Writer Academy do close on June 18th though. So be sure to join before the doors close. If you wanna triple your income, triple your clients, get your systems in place and still have work-life balance. You can jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 274 to today's show notes and we'll have a link there for you to sign. And of course, if you wanna watch this interview, feel free to go to our Grant Writing and Funding channel. We have a podcast channel on our YouTube site and you can watch it as well. Once again, to find out more about Jill and if you wanna contact her for her grant writing services and all of the great great things that she does for nonprofits, do check out today's show notes at grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 274. All right, here's Jill.
0: Hello, hello, hello.
1: It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding. And I'm here to help you learn how to write better grants, start a freelance grant writing business, or start or grow a nonprofit. And here to do help me do that this week is Jill Turner of Tricord Visionary LLC. And I'm really excited because Jill's also, she's gone through some of my programs. So she's here to talk about her experience and also about her business which is amazing. Um, so welcome, welcome to the podcast, Jill. Well, oh, thank you so much, Holly, for having me. I'm so pleased to be here. Yeah, this is exciting. So I love it because I love seeing you guys in the program and then having you on the podcast. It's like, yay, we get to dig into your business a little bit more and kind of go behind the scenes. So thank you for being vulnerable and for being open to share about your business today and your process. Um, and yeah, so like right from there, I just I really want to know, like, um. You know, as you're getting into your business, you're a freelance grant writer. You have a grant writing business. You, um, let's it. where are you based at? Let's let's share with the listeners where you're based and kind of what got you into grant writing. All
0: right. Well, I'm at the very northern part of Idaho, uh, mm-hmm. state in the United States, and I'm right on the Washington Idaho border. And I've I've lived in this area almost my whole life. I mean, I left for a couple of years and then came back. I love it here. I love the seasons and the mountains and the trees and the water and you ever have a chance to come visit come. It's amazing. I will.
1: Yes. (laughs) That sounds so awesome.
0: So what got me into grant writing is I was in grad school and I had a couple people ask me if they, if I could help them write some grants. And I thought, well, sure, I can know how to write. Let's find out about this. And I jumped in and realized I really had no idea what I was doing. And um, I don't shoot from the hip very well. So I started listening to podcasts and I started looking at things on LinkedIn. Who can I connect with? How can I learn about this? And I found your podcast, Holly. So that's how I got sucked into this was like, Oh, she knows what she's talking about. Then I found you on LinkedIn. And then I got to go to the nonprofit consultants conference last year and got to meet you and the other constituents there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I need to know more. And at that point I learned about the Freelance grant Writer Academy. And I was loving what I was doing and what I was learning and the difference it was making for people. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, it's time to do a deep dive. Maybe I don't need to have this as a side hustle. Maybe this could be something more. What would that look like? And Mm -hmm. so I signed up for your Freelance Grant Writer Academy. Um, Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing because I I really had no idea where to start. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: so I was trying to recreate every wheel. Yeah. And it was like I was starting at ground zero and didn't have a blueprint. So jumping into the Freelance Grant Writer Academy was a gift.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And and I just want to like go back a little bit because I, I think it's so interesting that you're like, you know, I was in grad school. Like, what was your, what's your degree for just a side note here? Yeah, just... uh, my
0: master's is in administration and nonprofit leadership.
1: Yeah, so actually, you know, and that's really funny because it's like, there's really not a master's in grant writing. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's not, most grant writers, like their education is like different and yours is even aligned with nonprofit work. So that's awesome. So you understand <laughs> that. But most people have like, been like, I know, uh, Celia Phillips, she's like biology, you know what I mean? Like it's like all over the place. Mine was international political economy, you know what I mean? Like totally outside the the map of it. But it it's funny because so many people get into it just because, of, like you said, the meaning then that comes out of it, right? And there was kind of like this, oh, you're a good writer. Can you do this writing? Like your your friends in grad school were like, hey, not yeah. to this. Sure. But then when you look at it, it was different writing probably than you were used to, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely different. I mean, I love that I could get into the research aspect and I knew how to do the statistics and write a budget, but um, grant writing itself is a totally different animal.
1: Right, right. And I love that you really got to it mean, quickly. So what yeah. was like the timeline when you were like, Grad school grant writing on the side to like okay last summer I'm gonna you know I think I might be able to do this full time. I
0: technically finished grad school in December of 2020 or of, yeah of 2022 excuse me, so like just a few months back, and I walk right before this issue is going to be published, so I've got my cap and gown ready to walk um, in just like a week and a half, so yeah <laughs> that's amazing so it was it was this shift. Um, I mean I've worked in nonprofits for years yeah. and I wanted to know more and what would go into it and how do I create one um, that that has lasting power And that's what got me into the nonprofit leadership program to start with.
1: Mm-hmm. But when I
0: learned about grant writing and it's like oh this is my thing. I can wow. do it.
1: So it just resonated, huh? You're like, this did. Is, I like it. it. Did. Yeah. And then for you too, it's like, oh, this helps nonprofits because it gives funding mm-hmm. and you know, all of the things, right? So
0: yeah, it means that I'm not siloed into one particular nonprofit that mm-hmm. I can help a lot of nonprofits.
1: Yeah, that's exactly I love that the scalability, right? To say Absolutely. I don't just have to have one, I can help many. Yeah. Yes. They're focusing on one thing. Right. So it's kind of that focus on one thing, but then be able to deliver to many. Yeah. Yeah. So I love how quick this was for you. I didn't realize that it was that quick. Oh yeah. And then where you are today, we were talking the other day. You're like, yep, I have a secure more clients. Like I'm good. Like it's your business has built up, you know, really quickly because do you feel like because of that, like because of the Freelance Grant Raider Academy was able to set up systems to where you are today?
0: Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. I have clear systems for communication. Mm -hmm. Um, I can do realistic scheduling now because I have a system for my scheduling, both for the grant writing and for the business. That's a game changer right there. Changed my whole life. Um, I have systems for marketing plans. I have systems for diversifying revenue, different revenue streams. Um, yes, I learned a lot of systems in the freelance grant writing. It, like I could just go through and go every week I learned this and this and this and this, and, this, and it just kept going. It was fabulous.
1: I love it. I love, it. I love it. So you're like, okay, I have the systems in place. And it was, it was like, here we are every, every week yeah, we're learning something new We're we're progressing and building upon the blocks. Right. But let's just kind of like, let's do a little snapshot about where you are today. So Less than a year later, like you literally actually just went through the Freelance Grant Writer Academy in the fall, and now we're in the spring. So it really hasn't been that long. No, and it was yesterday. It was in the winter. So it was like, yeah. So can you kind of talk about like where you're at now, like financially or client-wise in your business compared to where you started?
0: So I started basically at ground zero. And mm-hmm. it was a side hustle. It was like, yeah, I can help with that. You know, you could throw me a couple of bucks to help with my time, pay for my coffee would be good to go. Um, and I got introduced to one person and then another. And now I have clients that are, they're local. I have clients mm-hmm. that are national. I have clients that are international. Um, so I've worked in Idaho, Washington, Florida, California, the Netherlands, London, UK, Moscow, Russia, Berlin, Germany. I mean, it has just gone crazy. It's so much. It's so cool. I get to meet so many amazing people um, Mm -hmm. and just hear what they're passionate about. And so I've worked with uh, faith based youth in mental health, I've done technology and neurodiversity. Um, I've worked in the arts, uh, civil rights, legal services, housing. Um, I'm a generalist. I I'm not, I don't specialize in anything specific. So it really does give me the opportunity to pour into all nonprofits. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I love it. And so I had a small starting income when I started with the Freelance Academy. I wasn't completely zero mm-hmm. um, and and what I have now grant writing is no longer a side hustle I mean it is more than tripled my bottom line this is my job now and I love coming to work every day and this is what I get to do I get to hear about people and what they're passionate about and the difference they're making in their world And I get to do my research and my writing and I get to partner them. And that's, that's really the win. I get to partner these visionaries for dynamic missions. It's awesome.
1: I love that so much. And I love that you tripled your income and you've tripled the amount of like uh, change Mm -hmm. you can do in the world, right? In like basically months, like this has been months, like this is, (laughs) I'm so proud of you.
0: It's like the yeah. door's opened and I I just kept saying hello to the next person. And yeah, it's exponential. I love it.
1: So um, yeah, so let's just talk real quick about your prices as well. So if, you know, I know a lot of people that come in, they, they come into the academy they may not be charging at all. They may be doing volunteer work and that's okay, but we work on that. We work through that and why there might be some reasons But as far as you have, have you increased your prices throughout the last six months since we've been working together and when you went through the academy?
0: Absolutely. Um, Once I realized what went into grant writing and my own budget, running it as a business, um, Mm -hmm. my prices had to go up. Uh, I started at like $30 an hour, Mm -hmm. which doesn't cover anything. That doesn't pay for the coffee that was required to get me through writing them. Um, Then I I bumped it to 45 an hour. um, And now I'm running at more competitive wages. But what I found is like when I work between Washington and Idaho, um, because I'm right there on the border, um, Mm -hmm. I offer services in both. But the amount that I offer really needs to reflect the clientele Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: the base wage in Idaho is... mm, Less than half of the base wage in Washington. Mm-hmm. and the nonprofits just don't support the financial burden the same way., mm-hmm. uh, so I have to be able to to work to that and still be able to to buy my coffee.
1: You're right. I mean, those states so close together, but completely different wages and completely different economic structure. So if you're trying to pitch, even vice versa, like say if you took your Idaho price, to Washington, that might be lower, right? Because of wages and all of that. But if you took it to Washington, they might say, that's too low. I don't think you're going to be able to get it done, right? Is, did you also yeah. find it too, right? Yeah.
0: They'd be like, oh, maybe you're not credible.
1: Yeah. Maybe you don't exactly. really know
0: what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it really needs to reflect my experience. Right. Yeah. Uh, and fronts.
1: Right. So you can then increase it in Washington because then it makes sense and it's actually going to make you more competitive, um, yes. than making it less competitive. But then in Idaho, you might adjust it so it's not as high because the wage structure is different.
0: Yes. Is that,
1: okay. And yep. I love that you're really looking at the market because that does play, it does play a tune into pricing, right? So now you have these international clients, which I had no idea that it has grown that much. Like I'm just, oh, yeah. I'm already, much about your business as we're chatting to because I know you're sharing your wins we have our little cowbells we win or we ring for it so I've been seeing that but you have been sharing that you've been getting these international clients and it's, it's rippled that much so that's amazing for one and for two like how's the pricing then for international like is that something you had to kind of augment a little bit too or how do you base that
0: um it depends on where they're coming from um mm-hmm. and then you're doing conversions like Uh, When I'm working in Europe, I need to be able to look at the euro and Mm -hmm. what is the conversion to the U.S. dollar um, and what will the market bear in that environment. So when we look in London, it's going to be a different price than when I work in Moscow. Um, It it just has to be. So, yeah, I mean, it's just very unique where it's going to be. I still have all of the business costs that have to be covered, yeah. Um, because those don't change, you know, those bills come every month, regardless, just like any business. Yeah. Uh, but the scaling, it it just depends on what the conversion rates are.
1: Okay. And then also, like, say, if you may not be charging, maybe as much in one area, maybe you also kind of augment the services, because it does reflect on your your cost of living, right? So do you kind of play with that as well to make sure that it doesn't, you know, you're not doing the same amount of work, different
0: scales of money. Oh, absolutely. So say I do one package that um, has certain research, has a certain number of grants, uh, whether they're local or federal or or whatever they are, that would be one ticket price. If I Mm. have a nonprofit that says, well, I only have X amount of money. What Mm. can you offer me for that? Then Mm. I can go back into what my services are that I offer and find out what is the best option for them Mm
1: -hmm. for Mm -hmm. their
0: budget price? Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily have to change all of my package prices. I just look at what the best fit is for them. Mm So it works with their budget as well.
1: I love that because then you're still keeping your time and your balance. You're not like for instance, some people might just do deep discounts, but give the same service. And you can't do that because then you can't pay your bill. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? I tried that. Oh my God. Oh, that
0: that hurt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because then it was like, I was paying them to write their grants. I was losing money every time I put my time towards their work. And and that's not healthy. It's not healthy for me. It's not healthy for my business. It's not healthy for our relationship either, right? Um, because the respect has to go both ways.
1: I, I love that so much. I love how you've been able to do that. And and so to be able to come up with this, some people might be like, that takes a lot of thought process. Were you able to pull some of the systems and templates that we have in the academy to help you through that process and to try to figure that out or just even think about it from a higher scale of like, oh, how does this affect my business?
0: I was able to pull it from freelance um, just because we'd already broken down what costs should be. Yeah. uh, What, how many hours it takes me to do different jobs Mm -hmm. and what things are just, they always cost X amount for me to have this service or to offer this service. So yeah, once you've got the whole buffet of Mm -hmm. freelance, then it's just a matter of picking what suits each nonprofit best. And we get an amazing meal.
1: I love that. And then you don't suffer by doing the deep discounts, by doing the right? And, And how all the things that you talked about that, you know, they do, they just really hamper relationships and it's not sustainable for you. Or for the nonprofit right so I love that you've been able to balance and still meet certain budgets, but also be able to deliver the services, then that makes sense for that budget, you know, without it, you know, and then you can still thrive as well, because that's a part of it, if you're not able to thrive you're not able to help more nonprofits or show up 100% right so there's a part of that as well. Oh, I love it. I love so much that the Freelance Grant Writer Academy has helped with your pricing and your services. So that's amazing. And congratulations on those amazing clients and just being able to really understand market and your pricing, because that is the biggest struggle um, that I see with uh, people who are opening freelance grant writing businesses and any kind of business is pricing. That's at the front. And then it's productivity and marketing, right? right behind it. It's kind of like the triple threat. <laughs> So you've done magical in that and taking the concepts and then applying them and being like, okay, now I now that I have the baseline, I can I can play with this, right? It gives me freedom.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Thanks for sharing on that pricing. Yeah, and congratulations to raising your rates now to prices that I do you feel like you show up 100%. Like you're like, I'm showing up now. Like maybe before you're like, oh, I'm giving away my services. So you know. yes,
0: yeah, now I, <laughs> get that that number and I'm like okay I'm 110 here I'm fully invested there are no distractions you get everything from me
1: yes <laughs> that's the way it should be right so now that we have that so and that's the thing it's like people a lot of nonprofits like you know if, if you're trying to hustle like numbers like it is important to know like what is experience and what is the intention the freelance grant writer will bring to the table because if you know what you're charging is covering you know all the things that you need, you can show up 110. And that is a game changer because it's like you're taking that nonprofit as your own for that part of the job, right? So there's a different intention. because you have the systems in place, do you feel like you've yes. been able to scale well? Because I know part of yours was also like, I also want, you know, home-life balance or work-life balance kind of situation as well. Like, how has that been based on the systems?
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, that goes back to like the realistic scheduling, learning mm-hmm. what needs to fit in what amount of time frame, how to track my time. Yeah. Um, what needs to go into that? What needs to go into interacting with a client and how to prioritize those things?
1: Because okay. that was something I you know we talked a lot about. Like that week, you're like, I got so much out of that one because it was something you were like, I'm really trying to figure out how to balance this. And you were finishing up your degree probably at the same time, too. Right. So it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. But learning um, how to put things into different strat- uh, strategic blocks so yeah. that I have the time for the clients, I have the time for. Uh, for my family, that I didn't have to cut family life out to be effective, Mm -hmm. uh, that I could still get my degree, that I could still interact with people and, and have a social life. It didn't have to dominate everything because I had a schedule system in place. And those other systems make it possible for me to do what I do now because they were established and I've written the framework I may update them but I'm not recreating the wheel anymore I have templates for everything Mm -hmm. and I can pull them together Um, and just having that visual to walk me through each facet of the business um, that's the gift that keeps giving right there is Mm -hmm. having the templates that go with those systems I'm like here we go One, two, three.
1: Yes, yes, because we do the the courses, very much the academy, right, we base it on, here's the instruction on how to do that, here's some work on like how to break it down for you personally, and then here's templates that you can augment to use, so here's the system, right, whether that's your marketing, how to do your pricing, right, and really how to establish your, your, what kind of services you want to offer, and if you're going to be like, isn't this just grant writing, Hey, there's a lot of different nuances. Do you want to do packages? Do you want to do retainer? Do you want to do grant research, right? There's a lot to go to think through about what you want to do and then how you convey that to get sales, right? How do you present
0: that? Yeah. When you scale it, it, there's so much more than just writing the grant. You start with like nonprofit wellness audits. What's going on within the nonprofit? How healthy are they? What are they ready for? doing strategic planning, where do they wanna go? How are we gonna get you there? What are the gaps in those things? And addressing the board and doing board trainings. What are your roles? Um, How how do we move forward that way? Uh, Before you ever get to real grant research and grant writing, you need that foundation beforehand. And, And because we got to walk through that, Um, Those are now things that I I offer in addition to the grant research and the writing so we can do nonprofit wellness audits, we can do strategic planning, we can do board training.
1: I think that's so brilliant that you've taken that you said. I'm a generalist. I don't work just with a certain, you know, sector in the nonprofit. I work with any nonprofit. But now I, I, I can have these also general services too that can apply to any nonprofit. Like you mentioned, nonprofit wellness audit. It's going to look for any kind of like funding red red flags, right? Any kind of red flags that funding sources are going to see. We need to eliminate those now and address that before we go after grants. Like that can be a part of your strategy. And I'm glad that you've. You've adopted that into your services, so yeah. So let's spend some time looking at like what you do. So you're reaching out. You have um, or you have uh, services available for nonprofits. Um, would you say that you work on a certain? And then you have these different services: the nonprofit wellness audit, um, board training, strategic planning, and grant writing. So would you say that those are just how you can, um, if people are interested in contacting you, those are the types of services and nonprofits you work with. Absolutely,
0: yeah. I love doing things, uh, offering those services, getting in and, and finding out um, how I can best propel you forward, help support mm-hmm. you in doing what you love to do, um, yeah.
1: Now you're in that grant professional mentorship, so now you're really looking at, okay, I have started a business, I've kicked it off, I've got my first client that is coming in through now. Now I wanna scale. So now we're kind of in that next phase of like, okay, how do I keep growing without burning out, kind of getting caught up in, you know, how do I, I'm doing too much now. So can you talk about that transition too from the freelance grant writer Academy and now into the mentorship program?
0: Yeah, so scaling up means being able to delegate duties. It means being able to use those systems that I have in place. So that everything can be as streamlined as possible.
1: So as we go through this, and as you're building your business and taking on new clients, it's so exciting to see all of that happen. It's exciting to see it in the mentorship to continue to be work with you and follow you on your journey and support you on your journey as you scale your business. So as you're doing this and as you're growing, you know, before I ask you where people can find you, because I know they're all going to want to be able to find you somewhere, I want to just kind of uh, break away and just just to applaud you. Like, I really do. Like, this is amazing. You got your master's. You started a business. You went from like side hustle to full-time to tripling your income to being able to really feel like this is what I love to do. And without stressing out your life or throwing your work-life balance off while graduating (laughs) a master's degree, I just want to say, you're amazing. And I love that you had the systems and the templates to support you in this time, to be able, to, I, I'm just so happy that you know you were able to find this and that we found you and all of that, and it's kind of full circle. Like you said, you found you know, when you first started looking into grant writing, you were looking for hearing from the podcast, and here you are today. So I just applaud you, Jill. That's amazing, Thank you Holly. So I know people are going to want to be contacting you because they're like, she's doing something right. And the other thing, too, I wanted to mention is. People are going to be able to find you on a certain place um, and you don't even have a website developed yet because I always say that is not a necessity and in, in getting clients and it's not and you're a proof to say that it's not. So even if you, you guys are thinking out there, I'm thinking about becoming a freelancer, but I need to have all the things, the website, all the huge marketing budget, all the things still here to prove that that is totally a misnomer. You don't have to do that. You just need the systems, right? So absolutely. Can you
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. The other stuff can come if you want it, but it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Know your systems, know how to write your SMART objectives, follow through with it. The other stuff is like frosting. It's Yeah, yeah it's it's frosting. Fun. it might be pretty, but it's not absolutely necessary.
1: Yes. So many people I feel like are chasing the frosting before they like make the cake, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Better for yes. here.
0: Like your rosettes may be pretty, but you have nothing to put them on. So make it. Pretty.
1: Uh, yeah. So, and I love that that's what the Freelance Grant Writer Academy has helped uh, support you in is making that cake, right? Giving you the systems, giving you the templates so you can really thrive. So it's, I love the testament that you have coming on here. So it's why I created the program is to help and to serve. So I love that. That's what it's doing for your business. And it's so exciting to see it. So thank you for sharing uh, with me and with our listeners and our viewers today about your journey. It means so much to me. So thank you.
0: Absolutely. Thanks again for having me, Holly.
1: Yeah. So where can people find you? Because like I said, she doesn't have a website, but she's getting clients. So where can, where is that? <laughs> you can find me, Jill Turner, on LinkedIn. Awesome. And we will definitely put all of the the link there. And you're also on uh, our website as well. So we have, um, yeah, so we have lots of things on there too. So we can definitely, you guys can find Jill, find out more about her journey. Thank you again for sharing your journey with us today. I'm so excited that you came full circle and you're on the podcast today. That makes my heart light up. I will see you back in the program, um, in the mentorship. So anything else that you'd like to say, Jill, before we close
0: out today? I'd have to say that one of the biggest parts about the freelance group, was the the sense of community that you created there. there's a hospitality that you could bring any question and it was welcome it didn't matter how bizarre it was or off the cuff it was just amazing to feel like i could walk into this place of total unknown and feel at home so thank you so much for that hospitality
1: i love that thank you for saying that that's awesome I love that. All right. Well, I will see you in the mentorship and I will continue to see you, your business thrive and grow. So, thank you again for coming
0: on the Grant Reading and Funding the Podcast. Bye. Thanks,
1: Holly. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode with Jill Turner of Tricord Visionaries. Really excited to have her on the show. I'm so proud of her and just to see how her business has grown, how her life has improved how the work she does has meaning now. So amazing. And all of the systems that she has learned and gotten to be able to have the life she has now through the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. For today's show notes, and to find out more about the Freelance Grant Writer Academy while the doors are open, once again, they do close June 18th, jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 274. And if you love today's episode, Please do me a favor, would you leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listener as this does help other people find a podcast. I love this five-star review from Girl 22 who says, helpful and easy to follow. As a female small business owner, I've been researching more about grant writing and found Holly's episode on seven tips to write a grant proposal. Holly breaks down each step, giving her a listener a roadmap to take actual action, which will result in writing a successful grant, dog-earing this one to reference that. Thank you so much, Charger Girl 22. That's an awesome review. So please do me a favor. If you love this episode, please let me know what you like about it and leave a review on, on iTunes or your podcast player. We'll be bringing on another change maker that has gone through the Freelance Grant Writer Academy next week. But if you have any questions about it, send me an email. You can find out all of our information at grantwritingandfunding.com or send me an email at ollie at grantwritingandfunding.com. All right. I will see you guys next week as we talk to Deborah and her journey as a specialist grant writer. Doxing, soon. Bye.